Greetings and welcome to another episode of Soul Citizen. This is episode 110. 110 of you. Today we are discussing. Today we are discussing the third jump third station fleet war. I'm just, let me say that again. Third jump station fleet war. And today we're joined by our guest, Third Jump Graham. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while. Been a while, yes. And also joined today uh, by Griffin Gaming RPG. He's not gonna say much today, but he, he's here just in case you know. <laughs> just in case you know, so I, I go off the air or something like that. But uh, start them grim. Uh, tell us what, uh, something about yourself. Like, what do you do, and and uh, how do you, how do people find you and stuff? Yeah, well, um, people originally know me from uh, you know the Star Citizen fan cinematics I did, starting with the the Drake and then the Aegis hey, and stuff. Um, we're doing other projects now, but we have a YouTube channel. I think you can just type Star or you know Star Jump and Star Citizen, and we'll, we'll pop up. Um, but uh, that's probably one of the best places to find our content. But then we also have a Discord that you can join that uh, we're very active in and have a have a growing community. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, to, to, like I said, today we are discussing um, the, the start the start of Fleet War, but we have a, a, a intro video. I think we want to get to that and, and then, um, and, and then I completely did, did forgot. Show Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So obviously that can add up <laughs> over time. I think yeah, and, I think people, I think total was like will, people, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. People will be able to find us at Hangar Link, and I, I just wanted to say that. Please continue. Yeah, yeah. So Hangar Link, which was a website uh, created by Starlet, 
who's um who, who does star jump along with me and star jump bender there's a couple of us in this um you know i handled all the visuals and a lot of the technical work in terms of like how the ships were going to be rendered and what and what uh you know perspectives and, and angles and how to get all that right and i worked with a couple of collaborators to help push through all the ships because it was too many for me to handle on my own and then yeah, scarlet <laughs> is handling all the back end so it really it's been kind of a big team effort uh, yeah and thank you for the subscription like a dog thank you for the yeah, uh, fine description citizen shenanigans appreciate it yeah. so yeah uh before we get more into the the, ship, the fleet viewer from Star Jump, let's talk about some of the fleet viewer history. Uh, like starting off with the fleet yard, uh, uh, fleetyard.net/ships, and this is one of the earliest ones that that um that we could find. And so yeah, did, uh, did were any of these like inspirations for you? Or did you take any inspiration from the old ones, or you just say oh, start from scratch and and uh, and or, or what have you? Yeah, no, they were all inspirations to be totally honest with you. Um, and you know, some people um out there have have really kind of uh you know peg some of these whether it's starship 42 or, 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 or you know um any of the others fleet yards or whatever and, and said hey this is yours is going to be better than theirs or theirs is better than yours or whatever and we really didn't take that approach it's it's more of a they they kind of complement each other because all these mm -hmm. fleet viewers they kind of do something a little bit differently yes They're they visualize your ships but that's really like you know, uh, that's just like the base, that's kind of the surface level of what they do. They all do other stuff and they do it a little bit differently. So they kind of complement each other really nicely. Mm -hmm. Hey, cool, cool. thanks for the subscription. Thank mm -hmm. Oh, thank you for the subscription. Thank you, five gift subscriptions. Thank you, thank awesome. you guys. And Matt Style, oh my God, thank you, Matt Style. Good to see you, I haven't seen you in a bit. Yeah, Thank you, can I ask a question to you, Grim? And guys, yeah. forgive me, I had dental surgery, so that's why you hear me right. talk weird. Um, you did mention that there's like everyone these kind of has their own tweak. By the way, I do want to highlight the fact that these are all luxury origin ships on the screen, by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, did you did you kind of in some way or other, were you influenced by it? Or did you kind of actually try to create something different without being too much influenced by what you saw in these other fleet viewers? Yeah, well, it was... It was, they were inspirational from the fact that the one thing I really liked about um, Fleet Yards and especially Starship 42, which are the two I'm most familiar with, although I know there's another one. I think there's even been some others that have been tr tried to get off the ground, is that I do like their, that they give everyone, uh, you know, a reason to um they give everyone sort of like a campfire to huddle around, you know, and that these like fleet picks. But it, you know, all, like I said, all these kind of like dive into something in, in a into these ships in a little bit different way. I know Fleet Yards kind of dives into a lot of the ship specifics in a big way. Um, you know, Starship Forty Two, their big kind of um, you know unique aspect to their fleet viewers the fact that it's got a dynamic camera and you can zoom around and start you know and and really kind of pose and position ships how you want which is really really cool and then obviously we will have our own um kind of unique bend which is you know we're trying to show the ships in the highest possible fidelity that we can show them um but so while we were inspired by the fact that they were doing something that the community can all like get around and like interact with, um, we do have different plans for ours going forward. We we want to add a, a layer of custom like 
customability, if that's even a word, to some of this that the others don't provide. And then in the future, well, I can't talk much about it now. We have another project that will tie in to this Fleet Viewer thing and use all of its visuals. That'll be a much bigger org level uh, kind of fleet planning thing. It's not going to be just a fleet viewer or anything. Mm. It's going to be a much bigger um, kind of end goal there. And the visuals are the hardest part of that. So that's why this, you know, the Star Jump fleet viewer is like stage one. And then that next project is going to be stage two. And, and you know, once we get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Can we stop one second and give a shout out? Y'all should give some love to Mad yeah. Style. <laughs> 20 gift yep. subs if you've been wow. blessed with that you all give him a shout of some love send him a heart thank you guys for this synchro thank you for yours again for five you guys put us on the hype train right at the beginning of the show thank you so much I thank said you I was for that involved. yeah it was funny because i reacted to it and then i thought griffin reacted to it <laughs> it was like a, a chain reaction yeah. down the line almost so yeah, thank you everybody for that yeah grim you're making me think about what disney wanted to do with batu and then their yep. hotel, right? They yeah. <laughs> they start out with one thing, yeah. and they want to make something else. But yours is going to be much more successful than Batu. So okay, Isn't it? okay yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm quite sure. So this is uh my my fleet that, that base. So yeah, they, which they, is the one I don't have a lot of experience with. I, ha I yeah, haven't I don't know this one much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've seen these oh, images before, though. Those, yeah. those metal images, but that's where they come from is my fleet. They've been around yeah. for a little while too. And and the hardest thing about all this that most of the fleet viewers have, and this is something that most of them have in common, like um, Fleet Yards and my fleet, and to some degree Starship 42, is that they all have to use either a blanket shader or texture, like this kind of metal texture or grayscale or something. In the case of Starship 42, they've been, Lunfacy over there has been making some big pushes into getting at least the correct color um, tints and stuff added to the ships to where they look a lot more closer to their concept or in-game look. Uh, but they still obviously have to lack a lot of detail because they're not leaning into fidelity. They're leaning into other things. Mm. Um, so, you know, that is a that is one place that I thought that we could really do a kind of a big leap forward, um, you know, for people. But, you know, on the flip side, we, we may not have the you know, technical data, data for each ship like Fleet Yards has, or we may not have a fully dynamic camera like Starship 42 has, which is why I really stress that these, these different fleet viewers, they're very complimentary. I think you can use them all. And, you know, Lundfussy at Starship 42, he's actually been a, a big supporter of what um, we're doing and us to him. And I think we've actually even shared some 3D models and stuff. So mm -hmm. there's no rivalry there or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I use Starship 42 all the time <laughs> and, <laughs> right. I, and I, you know, so um, it, it, there's, there's definitely no rivalry there or no attempt to like kind of push past someone else's project. It's really just going to be another, you know, another way of visualizing your fleets that may be a little different than something else. And yeah. you can kind of pick and choose which one is best for what you're, you know, trying to visualize. So mm -hmm. 
and and that's what I love about the community because it's more it's more collaborative than competition. Or mm-hmm. rivalry, as you put it, then you know they may come up with the idea and and, and share with you, or you may come up with the idea and and, and share with them. And I, I love that about about, about the community. Mm-hmm. So yeah, speaking of Touch of Forty Two, uh, we can share a few images from them. That's the basic model. That's the, yeah. oh, they, they they actually have um. They actually have a version two coming out too. Yeah, well, I think this is the, the first one. Now. And, and I do yep. want to ask a question, Grim, if you can talk a little bit later. Each one of these sites has a different way of their interface of how you input. Yeah. Uh, I think on the very, uh, on my fleet, you have to uh, put in a code in your bio profile mm-hmm. and then it pulls, um, Fleet 42 goes in and has you copy the page of everything yep. in your hangar and put it in. And maybe later you can tell us how you're gonna do that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll look at some more images here. That I think is just kind of like the bland, plain mm-hmm. image that you get from them. This is their colorized yeah. version. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, even what you're seeing here um, with the way Lenfacy puts these ships in with their kind of textures on the parts of the ship that they're supposed to be on so glass is where glass should be and the white parts of the ship are white and the black parts of the ship are black and and whatever tertiary colors there that is a lot of work mm-hmm. i mean the stuff they're doing even to that degree is a lot of work because the ships don't especially concept ships you know in-game ships are one thing but concept ships like you know the starliner or endeavor or something they don't come with those texture tags applied that they, they don't exist anymore so that has to be created. Um, while we can pull the model from the RSI website, we the, the model doesn't come over with textures applied or anything. So that's work that, you know, they have to do for this. Manually, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Guys, by the way, if you have any questions, use the little uh, Eclipse or Ellipse down there next to chat, put that in, and Grim will be happy to answer those for you a little bit later on because we know you may have questions about their site versus others. Uh, there's one more image I think we've got here from theirs, and that's... Uh, they this one here overhead, but with descriptions of the different yep. ships as well. And I think they have another toggle that you can do on their website to visualize, for example, how much cargo. Mm-hmm. It's like how a little box graph, and, which is kind of cool. And they also have one for, 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 for crew, crew members. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. So my, my question is, like, so you, you obviously put a lot of work in, in, into your fleet, bro. Has CID uh, reached out to you, or you reached out to CID for any support or help or uh, any uh, any, any requests or anything like that? Um, no, I mean, there's been some CIG people that have reached out to say, we like it and it's awesome, you know, and, and offer their support. They've done that during, you know, when I've worked on cinematics as well. Um, you know, I think uh, when one of the CIG employees saw my version of the jump gates in the Aegis cinematic, they reached out and said, oh, it looks really cool. It's really close to, to the one we created for the game, you know, and... Mm. Uh, so that so they're su- they support in that way and and the other way CIG supports is that they're obviously just very cool about um, fan made projects and fan made um, you know efforts, especially you know if you're following the rules that you should be following uh, you know with them and not trying to to benefit from them and just I, I think they're really cool on any project that is very community focused and allows the fans to get excited about this stuff. I think CIG is one of the best companies to to support those efforts. But I think the real thanks for all this. So I I did about 
probably about 60% of the ships and all of the concept ships. So the ships where there aren't models for them. And then I had two or three collaborators that pushed through the rest of the ships with one of those collaborators pushing through a majority of them. And um, without their work, I wouldn't have been able to get through all this um, because we are officially done with the ships, by the way. We've gotten okay. through all of them. Every ship is complete, even the newest ships like the Legionnaire and everything. Every ship is complete. Um, we're literally just working on back end right now, um, which we had already prototyped out and we had built a back end. So functionally, the Fleet Viewer works. What we're working on now before a version one release is figuring out, you know, and testing, you know, different ways of selecting ships or moving ships and other features like that. Um, but, you know, the bulk of the work is is complete and it, it never would have been done without those, these um, these collaborators. So, yeah, yeah I remember you, you were trying to get these out before Invictus Week and you were really crunching, crunching really, yeah, really, it, really, really hard. And as you know, you're constantly balancing it with like real life. So, um, in, in around this time of the year is when I do a lot of traveling generally. So I ended up saying, well, even if we don't release around Invictus, um, that might be good because sometimes it's hard to get attention when like a big CIG event's going on. So I said, well, why don't we make an internal goal uh, with our, our team to get through all the ships by Invictus. And I had actually told Starlet, um, I said, I will have all these ships done to you at the end of April. Actually, before Invictus, I said, I'll have them all We ended up finishing every single ship, um, uh, I think the first week of May. And then as soon as CIG announced the Mule and the Legionnaire, um, and yeah, the Mule and the Legionnaire, we executed those really quick, got those done, which took about a day. And then we were pencils down, completely done. Um, and then all that data had to be pushed to Starlet. And that's not as easy as it sounds. The data, um, first off, it's a, it's a ton of data. It's gigs upon gigs upon gigs of data. And it had to be, um, you know, naming conventions had to be on point. Um, we had to create an entire spreadsheet of every ship and how long it is and meters and, and other um, specifics. So there's a, there's a lot of organization that goes on in the back end. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, uh, so, a random question, like, so the whole age just recently, or, or, or one of the last to, to, to come out mm -hmm. before the mule, did you have to retouch the whole age for, for, for the fleet or did you, so, or was that pretty much done? Yeah, that's a great question. So with the Hull A, we'd actually done the Hull A already. It was finished using the concept model from the original concept, much like the Hull B and the Hull C and D and E are. Um, as soon as the Hull A came out, though, we redid it from scratch. Um, so it is using the, the correct in-game model, uh, which right. took about a day. Um, and that's going to be how we do any concept ship going forward for anyone who knows, because there's going to be people that, and I've, I've been asked this question a lot. Well, why would you do to put so much effort into the Starliner when you know later this year, they're reconcepting it? Well, our goal is to get it in, into the fleet viewer as is for now. And as soon as CIG updates it, we will update it. And um, it doesn't take long to turn the ships around when they do update them. It takes about a half a day. Um, so it's not a lot of work or anything. Um, ships like the Legionnaire, a new ship, that only took about two, maybe about three hours to do. 
So it, 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 you gain the experience of, how, of, of knowing what that shepherd is like anyway. So that's, yeah. that gives you more confidence and make it easier later on, I bet. Yeah, and, and we're building up like a shaders or texture material kind of repository now that can be easy, easily applied. Um, one of the collaborators that has pushed through an absolute metric ton of ships, they're using a, you know, a custom written software package they developed along with some others in the community to uh, do these ships in. So the funny thing is the ships don't even have the same pipeline. The ships I create come from one pipeline. Flight ready ships are generally coming from a different pipeline. So there's a lot of ways these ships kind of filter down. And that was even a challenge because we had to make sure that they all look consistent <laughs> at the end. You know what I mean? Because it's funny, you could take something like the, um, you know, the Legata 600i, the executive, you know, edition one that ha that's black and gold. It, you may not realize this, but there's a lot of ways to represent black and gold on a ship. You know what I mean? In like one person rendering it out and then another person rendering it out, it can look totally different. So there's actually some ships like that where I would do a version and I would say, I would ask my collaborators, hey, can you push out a version too? Because I'm unsure about mine. And they'd push out a version and they'd look wildly different. So I think even some ships, I think the 600i executive is one of those. We actually, you're going to be able to spawn multiple variants. <laughs> you'll, be able to, you'll be able to spawn the grim version or, you know, a collaborator version. So, so you, you never reached out to the community and asked for someone who actually had one to, to, to so you can. Well, in, in, in some regards we did and and we would look at the ships and stuff um but sometimes it was minor things you you would have the textures right but like depending on the lighting and stuff it looked different you know and it was kind of hard to judge should the light be warm should it be cool because the ships can as you know in star citizen even if you have a ship that's um chrome you know like a like a prospect or something depending on the environment and the lighting you're in it can look wildly different and and yeah. we dealt with that a little bit too so if you don't mind, Grim, if we could, we're going to change from this. Yeah. When we get through, maybe you can give us a step of the process of how you, just a brief of how you create the ships, how you get them here. Yeah. And then later we can talk about what are the features that we can expect, you know, that are going to be yeah. coming from Hangar Link, if that's okay. Let me start out with this one here. This is the one you sent. Yeah, so this video was originally the video I used at the Beacon Conference that was, uh, I think, May 28th over in Belgium. Um, and it essentially shows like how something like the Legionnaire um, was done, where which is where we would get a hollow model. And in the case of new hollow models, like the Legionnaire, the Expanse, the Odyssey, stuff like that, the hollow models are decent. They're pretty good. We can work with them. But we have to go in, and what you're seeing here is I'm actually going, going in and selecting... Um, the polygons that are in the actual 3D mesh and creating texture tags essentially. And those texture tags will determine, you know, what part is green, what part is red, what part is chrome, what part is, you know, whatever glass. You're essentially dictating what parts of the model are, you know, is what material and then applying those. So you'll see here, I'm kind of highlighting a decal and, and making sure all the stripes and livery stuff are, are painted out and labeled. Um, that's important. Um, because when you pull a, a hollow model, for example, from the RSI website, it doesn't have any of that data on it. That's why in fleet yards and stuff, it just shows up as a gray model, right? Or an all metal looking model. Um, and that's 
specifically because they don't have these texture tags. So that is the hardest part of this is creating the texture tags because some of the ships are quite complicated. Uh, if you take a ship like the Endeavor and stuff, this process took like a week, you know what I mean, of just mm. highlighting materials, labeling them, highlighting, labeling, you know, smaller. Uh, you know, it's not even smaller ships are easier than bigger ships, but certain manufacturers are easier than others because certain manufacturers have a lot of like, you know, like flat edges and stuff and not a lot of like greeble, um, which is like uh, 3D. So it's a word for, yeah, Drake can be difficult. Um, yeah, Drake can be difficult. The The other big problem um, is ships that have very early concept models that are really rough. Um, mm. So yeah, like a ship like the Polaris, uh, the Crucible, mm. any of that was extremely difficult because the ships... The, the hollow models are so rough that they really won't hold up in Fleet Viewer. So those ships actually had to have a ton of modeling work done to them. And then it goes even further where the Endeavor, if you go to the RSI website and go to the Endeavor, it's got the Endeavor base model with no modules attached, right? So that's all we had. So to do all the modules, which we did do all the modules, um, we had to model all that from scratch. Uh, we actually uh, got a modeler in South America to do all that work for us. And I'm sure CIG has that internally. Obviously, we don't have access to that. So we have to create that stuff for, you know, on scratch, you know, by scratch. And when we render things, it actually renders out multiple passes. And that's what you're seeing here, like a shadow pass, yeah, a specular. Yeah, and when those passes all render out, a single angle of the ship may have be 10 renders. And then I have to take those renders and kind of sandwich sandwich them together to create the final composite. Um, you know, this little list you see coming up here on the side on the video, that was our status sheet for every ship in the game. And it got labeled green if it was done, yellow if it was in progress, red if it hadn't been started. Obviously, everything's green and done now. But, um, you know, it, it was a big process because every single one of those ships had four angles, and for each one of those angles was 10 renders. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And those all, and then it's, it's just a big process. It, it definitely took a lot of time. And some people may go, well, why didn't you just render it out as one pass? Some 3D artists may say, well, why didn't you just render it out as one pass, cut down on all the work? Well, it, the pipeline that had been set up for the um, cinematics I did was this pipeline. And that's what fleet, this Fleet Viewer project started from was how do I take these cinematic ships and just create that level of fidelity with a fleet viewer. So I just had to keep the same pipeline. Unfortunately, it's a pipeline that requires a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you don't mind me asking, one question I'm not sure if you can answer. One, I know you can. On an yeah. average, how, let's go back to that uh, Legionnaire. Yeah. How many hours does it take for you to get that from when you pull it from the RSI site to completion? And then, I've never heard this question answered before, how long would it take CIG when they create a ship like that, when they're going from scratch? I mean, from concept to delivery, what, do you, what is the estimated time for you think for a ship like that when an artist is working, a developer, an engineer is working on it? Well, I, th I think, uh, well, for me, um, obviously I'm working from a pre-existing mm -hmm. model, right? Right. Which right. is thankfully mm -hmm. that CIG pushes <laughs> those out. Um, and, um, so, you know, a lot of work is, is done on, in terms of the mesh, right? Um, 
So that's great. Um, for me to take a good hollow model, and I say a good one, meaning one that's been created in the last two years, probably. Um, so that would be ships like, you know, whether it's the, the Kraken or the Legionnaire, or the Expanse or something. Um, by the time I get the model in my hand and then do all the texture work, all the rendering and stuff, I can have it delivered to Starlet in probably about two hours. Um, now, if it's um, a ship that's an old hollow model like the Polaris or the Endeavor, which luckily we're not going to have any more of those because <laughs> CIG's hollow model game is, you know, much <laughs> more on point. <laughs> so, but a lot of those old models, they require a significant amount of work, like sometimes weeks. Um, the Polaris, for example, was a ship that required much more work than it should have because the hollow model was just terrible. Now, for CIG, you know, they're... Now, their flight-ready ship production pipeline is a whole different thing that, like, includes so much work. I, I totally believe John Crew when he says it takes a year or two years to push out these bigger ships. But where I think I can estimate it maybe a little bit is when they're creating concept models for ships, when they're, when they're in that initial, you know, Paul Jones concepting mm -hmm. phase. I think that they can probably create a lot of ships in, inside of a week. Like, let's say if they're concepting out the Legionnaire, they can probably create, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 different ship models that we'll never see. We're never mm -hmm. going to see those because they're early models and, and kit bashes. Um, they probably a good 3D artist. Oh, they could pound through these. I mean, they could probably create five a day, ten a day. Um, you know, full models. Now they're kit bashes. You know, what I mean, they're simple. They're, right, they're not. Right. These aren't game ready models. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I, they've got some really, really talented artists at CIG. So, so sure, they could push through it really quickly. But obviously, a flight ready ship is not just an exterior it is it's a lot of other things and not only is it a really complex interior but it's also systems upon systems upon systems layered into that into that mesh so um yeah i couldn't even begin i, I totally think you know john crew's estimates for how long ships are you know required to take are probably accurate so so uh, random question so when you did the odyssey and the, all the work that, it, that you went from for, for, for the concept to putting it into the fleet board. Yeah. Uh, did it seem like a curricula to you? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I asked Paul Jones this when I, when I spoke to him. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, I, you know, the, the funny thing about comments like that is while those comments are weird, sometimes come from CIG employees, I think we all kind of do that a little bit with our ships. You know, we, we kind of, you know, we buy, yeah, we buy one over the other because we think it's the better one when in, in actual, you know, it's so funny. I'll see people going back and forth on the stats of a ship. And to me, it's really funny. People do that because I'm like, this ship is going to be adjusted 500 times before we hit beta. You know what I mean? And, but, but, the the only thing that we as players right now really have to show off are ships. Now, when things like reputation become a bigger deal and progress and all that and it, you know whatever else, people will be able to show that off as like their you know devotion to the game. But let's be honest, right now, in terms of what we have access to, your fleet is kind of your your badge to 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 stand behind or at least right. your it, it kind of shows off your future you know ambitions in the game and um 
And, you know, in that regard, I can see why people, some people say, oh, it's a carrot killer or, you know, someone will throw shade on another ship or hype their ship up over another one. You know, I, I actually well, kind of like that. that I'm going to mention clarity, clarity here. Yeah. We did not say that fast cart did, okay? Because Disco Disco made it very clear at the Bar yeah. Citizen that that was Paul Jones talking off the top of his head about himself. So we are not pushing that carrot killer stuff. But, we, you know, here's what I will say to that, though. Um, I sympathize with Paul Jones because as an artist, and I'm sure mm -hmm. he and the rest of the CIG concept team does this, you... Very, very often as an artist, when you create something, whether it's a painting or whatever, even a piece of advertisement, you know, you like what you created and then you get you a new project. You feel a sense of pride about it. Yeah. And, and then the newest one you're doing is usually the one you're the most proud of, right? Because it's the newest one you did. It's your, your most recent challenge. So it totally makes sense that Paul would say that when they were doing that Odyssey, you know, reveal because it was, you know, the, the Carrick was... You know, from his perspective as a concept artist, I imagine the Carrick was several years of hell trying, trying to get that Ugh. shit. We all know it's it's concept journey uh, that the, the Carrick had. And I think, you know, as an artist, whenever you work on something new, it is your favorite. You know what I mean? And I'm sure Paul's already on a new favorite ship, you know, and what's probably something that we don't know about yet. Absolutely. So. Right, let me do a quick brief here. Ola of X, please give us a shout. I sent you a message in... Uh in uh twitch because you have a giveaway that's supposed to be coming to you and we need your info so please take a look at that message when you get a chance cool okay yeah, um, I, 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 I was just playing around because you, nah, that's yeah. all right i'm letting you take the brunt for that I, I'm I'm, that's all yours this yeah, time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, opinions and statements of fast caught are not representative of our solar system. Okay. But I will say this. I will say this because you you actually do bring up a good point because you you see this all the time. I actually saw this on the concierge forums just the other day, a thread, and you see these threads all the time where someone will go, "I'm sick of fleet picks. I don't. Why are people posting these? I, I don't want to see them anymore, or whatever." Mm -hmm. And then you have the people that jump into the thread defending them, and then some that say they hate them and stuff. The my my view on it is, is again until star citizen gets other things that we can show as our like you know badges of pride ships are kind of the thing you know right right now and and again that will change in the future you're going to be able to show off progress or you know how many how many you know days you've been out in the verse without going to a yeah, I mean, uh, you so, know i mean so something so, 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 where merchandise like clothing our yeah, merchandise yeah. In, in the game is our ship so we do have clothing but you know exactly that's, that's a way less extent and it, and and that even filters into like ship manufacturer ship brands you know like origin like people are big origin fans or big rsi fans or big drake fans you know it's there's there's like a healthy competition there that that's kind of fun i, I actually really like that aspect of the game so cool. or the meta game or whatever you know you want to refer to it <laughs> okay well listen yeah. why don't we uh start taking a look at some of the work that you guys have done maybe you can talk to us a little bit about what we can expect from hyperlink features anything you want to share yeah, so uh, the video that we'll kind of play in the background here is just, um, you know, I've, I've put out previews of ships and stuff. Have they been completed and, and stuff over the past year that we've been in development? And, you know, I kind of threw together this video that just cycles through everything that's in Fleet Viewer. So it's a very long video. It'll play in the background, but you may you may see your favorite ship pop up. But, um, you know, the so hangar.link is obviously the website this will be hosted at. 
me and Starlet are in discussions um, on, you know, Hangarlink right now, which was sort of her creation, what is her creation, is has was started as a way to focus on CCU calculate, you know, like it's a CCU calculator and to find out how to get people, you know, CCU'd on ships and keep the cost as low as and find, you know, find you discounts and stuff. But I think she and all of us at Star Jump really have much bigger plans for what hangar link can be. So once fleet viewer gets integrated into it, you may actually see hangar link kind of switch its priority. Like I don't think it'll just be like a place to go for CCU calculations anymore. It might just become like a star citizen hub at that point where there's going to be multiple things hosted on it. The fleet viewer being, you know, one of the big ones, I'm sure. Um, so in terms of like actual features, because the CCU calculator is already like present and functioning and, and a really useful tool on hangar.link now, obviously you can expect some tie-in with the fleet viewer there, right? You're going to be, you know, the fleet viewer will act as visuals for that CCU calculator. Um, we will, you will have the ability to um, import your hangers directly from the RSI website and to the fleet viewer. So, it, you know, whatever your current hangers are will come over. That won't be a problem. But just like Starship 42 and the others, you're going to be able to build them from scratch as well. You won't have to just import from your hanger. Um, Can I ask something about that real yeah. quick? So, uh, some people may have um, security um worries when, when it comes to that how, how do you how, how do you address those concerns or what do you say yeah. about that so it uses the standard like json file that um that all the other fleet viewers um use and the other fleet viewers that pull data from your hangar it's data that to best of my knowledge and starlet could probably answer this a lot better than i could it's data that contained in that json file it's none of its account data or anything like that because there's that can't be accessed um, from I mean, when, when, when you're pulling from from your account, not using a file. That's what I meant. Um, well, when you when you're pulling from, you mean like when you're pulling from your account directly? Yeah. So I think it just pulls that JSON file, and then when you import okay. that in the Fleet Viewer, it'll just load the ships because that doesn't it doesn't contain any. It doesn't okay. contain any of the, you know, account information. It's just the ships, you know, the ship tags in there. Uh, but oh, you will okay. obviously be able to um, access the or, or build a fleet from totally from scratch just with a UI. And we're kind of developing the UI now. Um, and then we have some other things we're, we're doing to kind of... Um, create like so in starship 42 you can visualize you know crew count or cargo we're looking at that as well like we actually have little uh people that can be spawned next to the ships to kind of give, give a sense of scale um we also are doing stuff like uh allowing people to spawn um like easter egg ships things that have been kind of inside jokes from cig um we you're seeing the endeavor here we will have the, in the first version we'll have the endeavor in like five different versions you know like hope class olympic class discovery class and stuff but we in version two we are building um an endeavor builder so you're gonna be able to like assemble your own oh, endeavor oh i want um, that yeah and that'll be out of all the modules we already have all the modules done so it's really just we, we're working on the system that will layer those into whatever you want to build. So if you want to build an Endeavor that's got the hangar module and then a service module, and as long as it fits those original metrics CIG laid out in terms of the, the module size, then, it, you know, it'll work. 
Um, so we're, we're working on that. Yep. We're, we're looking at about the endeavor. Are you using your um using the CID measurement that they that they that they had on, on the chip pick blade, or, or did you fiddle with it a bit to to for, for, for the fleet brewer? Yeah. So we are that the endeavor is unique, and that we're still under discussions with that. Um, ah, the, my the, bad. What, what I want to do is offer in two scales for that. One would be a 200 meter version, which is the current metric for it. We all know that's wrong, but that's what CIG says currently, and I would like to stick to that as much as possible. And the reason is, is because I don't want people coming after saying. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be smaller. I would rather just be able to answer it. Well, this is what CIG has now. Whether that's wrong or right or whatever, it doesn't matter. That's what they have. But what I think we will do on the Endeavor, because it's probably um, the one ship we know will that will grow substantially, is I think we're going to make a version that is, I don't have my notes up, but I think we're going to make a version that is somewhere in like the 300 meter range. Um, which when we did some tests, um, on scale and stuff, um, that felt realistic for the Endeavor. I know some people have said the Endeavor is going to be five, 600 meters long. I actually believe CIG when I don't think there's going to be any ship longer than the Javelin, uh, which is 480 meters long. John crew even recently said that will be the largest player owned ship. Um, and I believe that I, if anything, I see CIG switching or I see CIG kind of maybe pushing away from super large ships going forward. Um, I think, um, we're going to start seeing a little bit of a change where the biggest ships you, that we start seeing are going to be from the 150 to 200 meter range. Um, I think we won't see too many like Idrises and, and Krakens going forward in terms of scale and crew size. Um, I could be wrong. I'm just basing that off a couple of clues, but. Well, um, I got a question for you. Yep. Are you going to, and this is a request from the community in regard to ships. Will you keep legacy ships? In other words, original version of the Van Duel versus mm -hmm. the newer version of the Van Duel. Oh, the Mustang. Or, or, well, yeah, we could go back to that. Those are reworks. Uh, and I guess mm -hmm. those would be reworks too, but I'm just kind of curious if you're going to maintain both or just keep the most recent. Yeah, it's, I think our approach on that is starting from now, we will honor the legacy ship. So mm -hmm. we won't have like the original Cutlass or the original Mustangs because mm -hmm. we just don't have access to that, those models. Mm -hmm. But like the Van Duel ships, the ones that we have in there currently are the one, those will be in there. And then we have, when we eventually in the future get access to the new Van Duel ships, um, we'll have those in there and you can toggle between the two. Yeah. Um, same thing with ships like the Crucible, which we know is, you know, just got added to the roadmap. Um, you know, we'll probably still keep ours, um, just as a, as a cool, like legacy token, um, bringing up the crucible. One thing we did on the crucible when it pops up, you'll probably see this. There's certain ships crucible being one that you're actually going to be able to display in the fleet viewer in three different States. You're going to be able to spawn it with its hangar module on, but closed. You'll be able to spawn it with its hangar module on, but open. So you can see like a Gladius in there, or you'll be able to spawn it with no hangar module and just, you know, um, ready for like capital ship repair. Um, you'll also be able to spawn that ship reversed or forward facing because it can fly in both directions. Um, some ships will have alternate liveries. So here you, I think, you know, we have the, the, 
and the 52. We also have the Emerald version. Here's the Pegasus carrier. We do have some specialty ships like that. Um, there's the War Thunder concierge paint for um, the Perseus. So some ships will have like special paint liveries on launch. We'll probably add more of those as we go. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And one other question. Um, well, this is a, a weird question. Yeah. Which ship out of all these here was surprisingly easy? And which one was the one that was surprisingly <laughs> difficult to do? Yeah. Like that well, well, the surprisingly easy one would, to be totally honest with you, would probably be any ship that's flight ready mm. um, because there's so much there. Um, however, if I had to pick one ship that I was just like, yeah, that was finished in like an hour, you know, not an issue. Mm -hmm. It would probably be like, it would probably be like the Santaki I believe really? it or not. It's, it's a simple ship in, in a few different, like 3d, you know, in a, in a few different like polygon mesh, um, mm -hmm. you know, ways, it's a very simple ship. So that was one that was created very, very easily, very, very quick. Um, the hardest ship in terms of like time and effort was definitely the crucible, but it was definitely a toss up between the Polaris crucible and endeavor, but the mm -hmm. crucible definitely takes the cake because <laughs> it was, it was in a really, really rough state, really rough state. Like it's, it's hollow model. So, and we really wanted the, um, we really wanted to be able to open it up and to see inside that hangar and have those like repair arms and stuff there. So yeah, that was probably the hardest one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got cool, some questions you. for you we can jump into yeah. and we can come back to this. Uh, Fast Car, why don't we go ahead and hit some of these questions? We got some good ones here. And by the way, okay. people in chat are very excited about this, Grim. They're like, can't wait, yeah. can't wait, can't wait. So great congratulations. Oh, man. no. I appreciate the, it. The primary phrase I, I've been reading seeing is Gib. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Fast. <laughs> I, I, I will say, if anyone's playing the Star Citizen drinking game tonight, I'm pretty sure y'all are having fun tonight. So they're saying immersion, <laughs> everything tonight. So go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, obviously, the number one question I get asked, I get, it's kind of a, a, a joke, obviously, at this point, is when, when, when is this releasing, when is this releasing? Um, you know, I originally kind of thought maybe we get it out around Invictus or a little after. Uh, we didn't do that, um, but mostly not because of progress reasons, but because of personal life, you know, reasons. Mm -hmm. But what I think everyone could probably take from that is that we're extremely close. Um, Starlet does, you know, have some backend and programming and integration work that she still has to do. Um, but once we get that done, our goal is to release it. Now it probably will release as a, you know, version one, 1 1.0, but you can a safe bet would be to think that of that first three months of release as being like the beta and you know we'll be taking you know issue we'll have our own kind of little issue council for problems with it as we get it updated um so yeah i mean our goal i mean i want to have it out this summer let's put it that way i want it to be this sometime summer. this summer it's it's out so mm -hmm. yeah cool uh so for our first question it's not a question but from go with atl uh, he just said, "Gib," just like I said. That was like the five minute yeah. thing that's been been going on in 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 a Twitch chat. Uh, the project we asked, "How long has the project been worked on? When, when did you start?" We started in um, 
Well, I did the first. So the first thing I created was a PDF to show how it would function. And it was all just drawings and illustration. There was no actual work done. And I created that in March of 2021. And the first mock-up I did with three ships just to see if it was worth going down this project's you know, path. Um, I posted to Spectrum in April, 2021. So we're now in June. So it's been a year, it's been 14 months. Yeah. And was part of that because of the COVID slowdown, you didn't have much, uh, you didn't have much uh, uh, to, do, to do. And so you just started to do this or did you just something germinating? Well, mind? I, I kind of got fortunate in um, my day job. I ended up with some spare time. I, I had some new team members come on board. So I, my job wasn't as like hectic and it felt like something I could handle. Now that quickly changed when I got reminded on how many damn ships are in this game and not right. only how many ships, but how many variants, because I would be sitting around going, okay, it's time to do the Aurora. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's a whole bunch of Auroras. That's you know like what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and then it just sort of started ballooning. You know what I mean? So um, again, thank, Thank God for collaborators. So, all right, cool. So that was on uh, from Pot and Space. Uh, the next question is for, again from Pot and Space: Is how long did it take you to put in a new concept into the ship? Or, um, a new concept ship. Yeah, so like a new concept ship. So once I get the model, how long does it take? How long will it take to update Fleet Viewer? Possibly in the future, I think is what that question will be. So like, Fleet Viewer's live. It's IAE later this year. A new ship gets announced. How quick will it be represented? It will definitely be the day of announcement. Um, and probably what I will say we'll probably do is let's say if IAE is five days and let's say they announce a ship on day one and then another ship is announced three days later. We'll probably get the ship done in a day, but we probably won't update Fleet Viewer until all ships from that event have been announced. But it'll be pretty quick, you know, in a matter of a day or two days. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I see Griffin. It, Griffin is teasing me right now with the, with the president with me for, for the next meeting. So, thank you for that. No, so, but yeah, I actually that, had a question that, about it, to be honest with you. Okay, um, go ahead. Grim, I know that recently CIG has been really highlighting this and giving us drops. Yep. Um, are, are you do you update every time that happens or do you kind of yep. wait because like alien weeks next week and they got this big 23 minutes of this thing next week they're talking about yeah. are, will there be an update after that oh yeah yeah so uh, you know our merchant man is kind of it, it's actually one of the ships i would say is the least finished mm -hmm. but we got it to a point that i thought this looks good enough for fleet viewer um the reason we didn't take it any further than what we probably should have was that the the merchant man from the last concept image that paul jones shared at citizen con last year has a lot of really complicated textures on it mm -hmm. um not only there's like gold filigree which ours has but it has like pearlescence and other stuff that was really complicated and kind of a weird glowy blue and stuff. So we took it to a point that we thought, hey, this holds up in a fleet viewer image. We know they're updating it, so we will update it at major milestones. So if Alien Week shows a big push on the exterior and th that has taken the, the Merchantman further, I'll update it. If the exterior kind of mostly looks the same, maybe there's a few changes, but it's mostly the same, I might leave it until IAE where there's a bigger change there. One thing I will say about the ships in the Fleet Viewer, especially concept ships, 
is that we, and, and this is something I always said during the, um, the cinematics, is that I'm not trying to visualize the ship necessarily how it is in game. I'm just trying to visualize the ship from a concept fantasy standpoint. You know what I mean? You're supposed to get the, it's supposed to sell the fantasy of the ship, not necessarily exactly how it is in version 3.18 of the game. You know what I mean? So, um, so there's some ships like the, on the concept ships, you know, people naturally will look at the Starliner and go, well, why did you do it? Because we all know it's going to be reconcepted. And it was like, yes, of course. And I'll update it at that point. But for now, this is what we know the Starliner as, you know? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. I think, I think people are just, you're just worried that we, uh, some of you or you, you specifically may get burnt out from, from doing t so many sets or having to just do it over and over again. So I think part yep. of it is concerned and some, some of it is just like you, you don't want to w w waste the effort. So I, I think it's just the, uh, the yep. community trying to look out for you. And yeah, I know. And that's appreciated. Um, one of the things that we did through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ship renders that we've done or a thousand at this point is we have created two pipelines that are very very efficient if a ship goes directly flight ready like let's say a cig direct releases a ship and it goes straight to flyable i actually don't have to do any work we have a tool now that can generate the images from the flight ready ship which is great oh, wow um so i don't even have to touch it um if it's a concept ship i've pretty much gotten it down now to where about an hour and a half of work for me is all it takes. And if you really think about how many ships CIG releases per year, concept ships, they may reveal what, maybe two a quarter at max, maybe. Right. So at the end, if you factor that up annually, that, that's, you know, let's say eight ships, concepts. It, it's not that bad. It, mm -hmm. we're, we're not Now at the beginning of this process, it took a long time to do these ships. It takes several days to do one ships, but that one ship, but that's, that's definitely no longer the case now. And, and it was a big, the big reason we, we tried to solidify pipelines is so that we didn't get burned out and we didn't run into that problem. Yeah. Question on this. Um, are you going to be, how can I say this? The caterpillar yeah uh different skins come out right depending on if it happens to win ship of the year or whatever or yeah. if it's iae or whatever um will this be a matter of just you pick a caterpillar and you can pick the skin or will there be actually distinctive ships for each one like each version of that caterpillar we um so right now there's this the way we've done it up to this point and we did violate our own rule but i'll tell you what the rule is the rule was, and this was kind of dictated by Starlet, is that we would only do a ship if it had a unique skew, like a ship skew, meaning when you go to the ship store or the pledge store, that version of the ship can be purchased as a hull, right? So the okay. best in show Caterpillar or whatever. Now, that's how CIG used to do it. Now ships have skins on them, right? So like the best in show... Um, you know, C2 Hercules, it's a paint. Mm -hmm. So when you buy that best in show, you're actually just buying the C2, the same C2 skin, and they've just included the paint. Mm -hmm. So on older ships that won the older best in shows, like the Reclaimer, Caterpillar, you'll be able to access the best in show paint. On newer ships, you won't yet. Mm. In version two, we do want to do that. So in our in version two, I'm targeting for like you know, winter or late fall this year, um, which will be a bigger update when I do want to include like best in show skins for a lot of the newer ships and stuff. But the only reason we didn't is because those are you not a unique purchasable skew. Um, however, 
we did violate that a little bit um, on a couple of ships. And the only reason we did that, and there, by the way, you're seeing the, the crucible on several different like variants. Um, but we did violate that rule a little bit on some fan favorite ships that we just got a lot of requests for. So for example, the Perseus, which is a big fan you know, favorite ship. There, I had a lot of people say, can we get the, um, you know, the concierge skin, the War Thunder skin or Thundercloud or whatever it's called included. So I did that. Um, and I, and I did that for the Expanse and the Odyssey. I did those two concierge paints as well. Um, I'll probably do that for the, um, for the Scorpius as well, do it stinger paint. I just don't know if we're going to do that for every single ship. We're going to try. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, to get, you know, what is that? That a disco ball? I had to stop and ask. I know there's a story behind <laughs> this. So again, we've included some Easter eggs, some joke stuff. <laughs> um, and if you remember from what was it, IE, uh, you know, uh, the 2021, I think they they had, or maybe 2021, they had the cutty purple that they joked about, mm -hmm. um, or maybe that was an April Fool's Day. I can't remember. <laughs> and it was this um, cutty that had speakers and loudspeakers and stuff all on it, and a big disco ball hanging. So, you know, for some of those things, we we created them. We we went ahead and did them and said, well, you know, people will be able to have fun with us and stuff. So, and there's several like that. We did the four o. We like we did the four o four i, which a lot of people remember was another kind of April Fool's joke. For, mm -hmm. or something like that for the before the 400 i was revealed um there's a couple other ships like that there's one easter egg ship in there that's specifically uh was a request by a cig employee so we got that in there Ooh. um so you'll see a couple of those that are that are kind of fun i'm hoping that we'll see the these the, the 404 in there somehow mm -hmm. that's what i'm hoping for you you yeah i don't know if it pops up in this video actually <laughs> i think i left it out because <laughs> yeah. because people are gonna be like man this this looks like nothing there was a yeah. uh yeah oh you have a picture of the full floor that's a pilot and 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 and, and it's and the pretty much seats floating in the air yeah yeah it's pretty much pops in space asked a question and we you knew you did this on your show a few weeks ago with the super cat yeah. What about yeah. ships like that you've created on, you know, per, you know, the, your own concepts and ideas? Will they be included or, or accessible a, through hyper? Uh, yeah, there's a few of them. There's a few of them. The super cat's not in there, um, but there's a few um, of those kind of ships that I've kit bashed on my show. Um, they'll make an appearance as an Easter egg ship. Like one of the big ones is the super liberator. I get a lot of people that still come to me to this day saying, send it to CIG. They need to make this. I'm like, don't worry. CIG is well aware of, the, of my super <laughs> liberator uh but that'll be in there you'll be able to spawn that i think it's like a i think the real liberator is like 120 meters long my super liberator is like almost 200 or something like that it's just a bigger version so um yeah there's some of that there's some of that yeah that so that was uh that was our pot and page question uh we yeah. have one from uh Shigellion, but via opsi did anyone ask what concept ship realm is most excited to, to fly in game what are you excited to fly in game? Well, Concept. my, yeah, my three, like, favorite ships, my top three favorite ships are all, um, concept ships so um i'll take any one of those and well, actually my top four ships which is and i'll go from from uh number four down to number one number one being my absolute favorite so obviously number four is the corsair i'm waiting on that but we know that'll be mm. in game for too long 
The next one's the Nautilus, which I am very convinced uh, will be coming out at the end of the year and go flight ready. I am sh be sure to eat my words if that doesn't happen, but I really think it is. Um, number two would be the Polaris. I'm mm. a big Polaris fan. I, I love the whole kind of U-boat kind of thing. But my number one concept ship that I can't wait to fly in the verse is my favorite star citizen ship, and that is the Kraken. Um, I love everything about its design and 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 its uh, function, and I I love a lot of the design decisions that Paul and and Gavin Rothery made um, on that ship. Um, so yeah, that's that's probably my number one. I have a related question. So, what is your, what is your opinion about the Kraken versus the Privateer? How do you, how do you feel about the Privateer? Well, you know, there's a lot of thinking going on with the Privateer versus the BMM for sure, and, and where that value is, especially if the the, uh, the BMM, you know, yeah, if the BMM doesn't go up much in price, let's say if even if it goes to seven eight hundred dollars, you know, people are wondering, well, what benefit am I getting from the Privateer? It's sixteen. $1,800, whatever it is. Um, and that conversation kind of goes along with the Kraken and the privateer as well. And um, I think we're not done. I'm, I'm kind of um, of the mind that the, the Kraken is still going to get a lot of work done to it. Uh, we know that for a fact. We know John Cruz said, you know, just last year or whatever, that the Kraken was going to get a medical um, suite in it, which was never dictated in its ship information page. Um, there's a lot of discrepancies with the Kraken where CIG will constantly say that it doesn't have escape pods because the ships on the deck are the escape pod. But if you read the jump point that Dick, that goes through the Kraken's development, they specifically say that they redesigned the entire bridge in order to support escape pods. So what I think we're going to see is a, as a, some big changes with both the privateer and the kraken um and i think you're going to see the privateer become a much more valuable ship than than the bmm in order to support its price but i think what i hope they lean into is the privateer will be more of a niche ship and the kraken uh base variant is more of a general purpose ship i hope that's what they lean into so okay. i got a part two to the last question we asked you about favorite ships wander for as you answered the multiplayer side but Wonder asks, what's your favorite single player ship if you had to pick one? Yeah, my favorite single player ship would probably be um I I'll be honest with you, I really like flying around the um the Anvil Arrow. It's not a concept ship, it's a flight ready one, but I really enjoy that ship. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't get one of those for a while and, and when I got Star Jump Ender into Star Citizen because he wasn't playing and I got so you need to come check out this this game you know he was checking out ships and I think one of the first ones he got was an arrow and I had never flown one took it for a spin and loved it and I still have it in it's one of the, the ships that kind of never leaves my hangar mm -hmm. and you know it's always in my my you know my you know accessible I've never melted it and yeah I really enjoy it okay cool Hell Zuler, thank you for that follow and colossal for the follow. Thank you for the subscription of two gift yeah. subs. Thank you guys so much for that. Thank you. So uh, our next question is uh, from Gomap again. So can Soul Citizen be beta tested for this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I'll say this: that when we when we do push to live, we haven't decided totally if we're going to go more to a closed testing for like a week or two and then open testing, or if we're just going to go straight to open testing. But if we do go to closed testing, it's going to be, um, it will probably be 
two groups of people that are invited to that. It'll definitely be our Patreons that have been supporting, and it will it will also be friends of Star Jumps that have helped us promote this, let us get out there and talk about it. So obviously, you know, people like Soul Citizens and stuff would be at the very top of that closed beta testing if we go that route. Mind you, um, wait, wait, wait. Go Map didn't volunteer to do this show today because he was supposed to, so it's just me and Fast Cart. I just want you to know that, okay? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Thank you. No. There you go. But, you know, I, if it all works out and Starlet feels comfortable about the thrush, you know, the, the throughput that we can just push it out, we'll just push it out and, and get it live as, as soon as possible, even if it's got a few, you know, bugs in it that, you know, and by bugs, the only bugs we expect really would be, oh, I spawned the, um, I spawned the Freelancer Max, but it's, it's, 10 meters bigger than it should be in relation to other ships. And we have to adjust that. But um, yeah, absolutely though. If we do close testing, um, Patreon supporters and friends of star jump will, will definitely be in that list for sure. Yeah. I definitely wanted to, to uh, take part in that, that, that endeavor mod kit thing that you, that you were discussing earlier. That, that, yeah. that, 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 that's the, I, I'm sure how sick of you, how sick are you of, of, of looking at some of these ships? You gotta be. I, I'll tell you, it's, it's almost been the opposite. Every mm, me really? and the, one of the other collaborators who was working on this, who again, I his VMXEO. I, I can say who it is. VMXEO. Who uh, without him, this project would have been impossible. Um, I, I'll tell you, we we kept doing this where we would like work on a ship and then suddenly go. Dang, I really want to buy this ship now. I'm like, yeah, because you're staring at it so long. You're like, I really like this ship. And then you move on to the next one. You go, you know what? I really like this one. So um, I'll tell you what it did do. It allowed me to become intimately familiar with every ship in Star Citizen. So. I have a question. <laughs> Even ships I didn't necessarily want to be familiar with. Um, but no, actually, it, to me, it kind of renewed my love for it. And it made me appreciate the amount of work that CIG has done. I mean, again, it's very easy to get caught up in that whole thing where you're like, they're not making enough progress. They're not doing it. You know, but when you look at how much has been created, and this is just publicly facing, we know they got a ton of stuff they haven't showed us that's already done. It, it is an astounding amount of work. Um, so when people say, but it's been in development eight years, I'm like, yeah, no, it probably should because there's a lot. Stuff here. Yeah. There's the super liberator, by the way, and the storm whale just passed. So there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff like that. So. Question: Are you going to include lore ships? We've got the um, oh, what's the ship that everybody can't think of the name of? It just flew out of my head. The, one, the Zeus, yeah, like the Zeus. Um, other ships that were, you know, like there's the version of the comet that's based yeah. upon lore. Will those also be included in? So we. Uh, right now we're only including ships that we have the data on, okay. right? Yes, so we can, and, and so to know, we, we, one thing we don't want to do is take so much of a liberty on a ship that we're really kind of making it up. Mm -hmm. We want it to be CIG's vision because this is their work, their gotcha. IP and everything. So on ships like the Retribution, the Pegasus or Panther, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. or, and the Bengal, ships like that, that are technically lore ships we're not going to be able to own them 
those will definitely be in there. And in the future, you know, I think some of the large like king ships and drillers and stuff like that will be in. Mm-hmm. But stuff that's only been written about that we don't know the visuals probably will not be until there, we there know. There is one of the Zeus what... now. There is one is there? of the Zeus. Okay. There's a photo. Okay. There's an image of the Zeus. That's the only one I can think of. But, that's but that's probably something that I would like to get into, you know, mm-hmm. our next bigger update. So mm-hmm. like the version 2 or 1.5 update then, yeah. Cool. Okay. Got Dr. Murray's question for yeah, I, I just want to come out. You brought this up a few questions back, but I, I wrote an open myself. But I forgot to bring it up. But it's almost like making your own games, per se, because you're talking, you're talking about making having version two in December. It's like, yeah. it's like an expansion pack almost. So yeah, it, it, I, just, I just want to say thank you for all the work that you put into this. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, we've had to manage it like a real project because there's just so many parts and pieces to it, you know, and, and, so there, there had to be a lot of organization, like a project leader, which is which my role. So we really had to kind of treat it like that, you know. And it's going to be a live app. It's going to be a live service that, you know, people are going to be able to go to the website and they're going to be expecting it to be up to date and have the new latest ships and to constantly get new features and stuff like that. So we really kind of look at it as like a, you know, in a way it's like a product. Now we ain't. Mm-hmm. trying to make money yeah. off of it and, right, and it, right. it's going to be completely free you know but, but, um, but it's evolving it's yeah. always evolving basically yeah. so just yeah, like yeah. just like the project's evolving it's going to evolve yeah right? and it's and it's the same reason i tip my hat to to sites like fleet yards and starship 42 and stuff because they have to do the same exact mm-hmm. thing they have to be mm-hmm. you know on the ball with this stuff and you know how it is with video games sometimes sometimes you dip out for a couple months if you're just not interested and and you right. get into something else and oh, you sure with, with these sort of things you really do kind of at least have one ear into what's going on with that game so that you can keep your project updated. So, uh, so here we have a question from Dr. Murray. Okay. Will I be able to have the Scorpius and its, and its folded wing model mode? Because let's be honest, it looks better like that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be able to we'll, have different modes for different ships. Yeah. So some ships will some ships won't it'll sort of be us taking the temperature of like how much people want that um so i've actually heard that if we didn't plan on it with the scorpius but i've actually had a few requests for it to have its wings folded and a lot of times you the reason people want the different mode is for um let's say if you did a top-down view in fleet viewer they want to be able to have the ship in its landed folded mode so that they can like mm-hmm. sit it on a pad to see how much room it takes up. And on launch, we won't, on our version one release, we won't have all the ships have separate modes. But what we're going to do is every time we do an update, we'll push more ships out that have alternate modes. Again, it won't be every ship. It'll just be some ships. That makes sense. So yep, that makes sense. I would like to yep. get a lot of the fighters um, especially the small fighters, I would like to get them in a landed and unlanded state simply to be able to visualize on carrier decks a little better. Like the Reliant and stuff like that. Yeah, like Reliant. I know we want to do a vertical uh, version of that, but even ships like, you know, again, the Scorpius and and, and uh, even maybe eventually even things like the Cutlass series, you know, being able to have their back engines folded down in a state. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't necessarily think that'll mean landing gears being out. It just means larger parts and pieces folded how they should so that people can get a sense of, oh, will this fit on the ship or whatever, you know? No, thank you. Yeah. So I did the question from Envoy70. 
Will ship weapon be part of the ship? Be part of the viewer? Will ship weapon be part of the viewer? Not initially, but um, one of our collaborators, the one who's been really handling a lot of the live stuff, um, really wants to do that. And his pipeline is how we would have to push the weapons out anyway. So I think the weapons will eventually be a part of it, probably in like our. Uh, we still have to have some discussions about that, but it would be great to have those in by like end of year. We need so some time on them. Eventually, I'll, I'll be able to get the the um, Aries Ion in its pre nerf and nerf form. Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> maybe, maybe. It may just be a way of visualizing the weapons like ad hoc, like just on their own, or maybe it's on the ships. Uh, we kind of have to look at what that would require. I can say one thing we we definitely want to do, and me and Starlet have already had discussions about this, is, is in a future version, we want to allow you to change the colors of the ships to anything you want um, and allow you to choose a prime between a primary, secondary, and tertiary color. Now, not all, all ships support tertiary colors, but most almost all of them support primary you and secondary. You may get that out before TIG get theirs out. <laughs> it is it, it is complicated. It's very complicated um, the way that works. Um, but that's something we want to do. We have to test. We have a theory on how we can make that happen with not creating a lot of work for ourselves. So we have to test it a, few, a little bit more. Um, uh, yeah, that that's a plan. We want to do that. Quick question. Yeah, I noticed one of the items you have here is a non-ship item, one of the yep. mines, right? Are there other items like that that you guys have in mind that you would be including? Yeah, there's several actually that will be in the initial launch. We have, this is the um, Firestorm Kinetics Tefra homing mine. Mm -hmm. um, I would I would like to get the other um, mines from the, uh, um, from the Nautilus, like the uh, Nemo, or sorry, the... Um, the century mine and stuff is mm -hmm. I want to get, it won't be in for launch, but this, this homing mine will, um, we also are aiming to get all the drones in the game. So we want, so on launch, you will be able to spawn that Aegis repair drone, the drone that is inside the Vulcan, um, that will, you'll be able to spawn, you'll be able to spawn player characters. You'll be able to spawn a Titan suit. You'll be able to spawn a landing pad, jump gate. There's some, there's definitely some items that are spawnable. Yeah. I think for characters, you'll be able to spawn a male or female character. Again, we're basing it just off the character models. Um, so, yeah, there's some stuff like that. And that stuff we'll add as we go. Yeah. Uh, so, a question from Synchronous 9. Marlboro Kraken or Carrier Kraken? You, 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 you kind of addressed that already. You said the Carrier Kraken. That, I think that's asking which, which, yeah. which, what is your preference. You know, I... I I did pledge for a crack and I was able to get one. That was my big reward to myself one year after I, after me and my wife sold a house and, uh, you know, had some play money. That was my big reward. She got an exercise bike that she wanted and I got a crack. And, and I did buy the, yeah, I did buy the conversion kit. Um, but I really do think I'll keep it as a, as just the base Kraken. Yeah. I like the flexibility. I'm big on emergent gameplay. Um, and the Kraken to me is the best ship for that. Like it has the most opportunity to do interesting things that maybe CIG hasn't thought of. Now, is this the jump gate here that we're looking at? Yeah. Yeah. That's the jump gate. That, that was in the Aegis cinematic. That's the model. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Starlet wants to do a version of it powered on with like the vortex in the middle and stuff. So we may do a version of that, um, with that, but yeah, that's the jump gate model. Now, oh, just, 
CIG. By TV Liquid. I just want to say a shout out oh, to, cool. to TV Liquid. Thank you for that. 198 viewers. Thank, Thank you. TV. You're welcome. Awesome. Today we're talking with Star Jump Graham about the, about the Star, Star Jump Fleet for us. So please, please continue. Yeah. So, you know, we. Um, we know CIG on jump gates. We kind of don't know where they're going with it because originally there was going to be a jump gate to pyro. Now there's a jump point, you know, and it's a natural phenomenon. I still think jump gates are going to exist. I think jump gates are going to be essentially meant to stabilize unstable jump points. Um, and we've seen jump gates in various states fully complete like this. And we've also seen them where they're kind of broken apart and, and a little bit derelict. Uh, but we thought it'd be cool to put one in here at scale. So if you were to spawn like a freelancer next to this the freelancer would be the size of like <laughs> be like four pixels across it's it's pretty huge uh, so. yeah uh, and, so that and question, that's oh, go ahead. that's one of the things starla is having to deal with on the background or in the back on the back end is getting everything to scale which is harder than you think yeah i i yeah. have no doubt that, it, that it's very difficult uh so uh, this question from oritza a lot of people talk about holes in the ship that will be required in the future. What what does ship do you think will be seen being required in the future? I think um the question lots of people talk about holes in the ship. Oh, okay. What they're saying is that there's a lot of people talking about which ships don't we have? What oh, ship rolls, in the future which ship roles, yeah. What ship in yeah, the future, okay. what do you see that CIG may produce that we haven't heard about yet? What type of ship? Well, when I think of you know if a lot of the gameplay system CIG talks about a lot that we've seen parts and pieces of, if those gameplay systems come fully online, and I'm talking to like Death of a Spaceman, um, you know, uh, Time to Kill on Ships, um, things like insurance and all that becoming a full, you know, interlocking system. What we know from that is you're going to be have to you're going to have to be a hell of a lot Thanks more careful color. when you play Star Citizen. You know what I mean? Um, you have to be a lot more careful not to die, protect your ship, all that. So for me, one of the things that's going to be very critical in the future, especially for people that are flying big, valuable ships, or like, let's say if you're flying a Kraken, you got 20 of your crewmates on there. They've got all, they've brought on board a bunch of their personal equipment, armor, weapons, gear. There's three or four ships sitting on the deck. You've now got a very valuable target, right? I think we need a ship that is really centered around forward reconnaissance scanning radar but not even just that but being able to jam radars hack radars all that but on a almost on a capital level scale now we know the polaris is the only ship that or at least up to up to now that has a capital radar in it um, which i think is kind of interesting i i think it would be cool to see an e-warfare ship that is not even like, like a direct combat ship just a, a ship that can engage you know, ships from an electronic standpoint and, and, and start to alter the battleground a little bit, because if you're flying through with your fleet and by fleet, it could just be a fully loaded Kraken with maybe two escort fighters. You're, you're going to be very wary of bringing those big ships out if you can't protect them, because getting that ship destroyed could be a major loss for you, both UEC and time could take a week for that to get rebuilt. Who knows? So being able to get a better understanding of what you're flying into, I think would be key. So that's a hole I, I would like to see um, filled in the future. Um, 
on the flip side, the Legionnaire was a, that was kind of a hole that I didn't know we needed to fill. Um, this sort of like direct, uh, docking port boarding ship. Um, so it's, it's kind of cool to know CIG is, is thinking about that as well. Like where, you know, what do we need that we don't have? So. Thank you, Big Black Gaming, for the five subscriptions. Yeah. Appreciate it. Oh, thank yeah, you. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And Nubifier, thank you as well. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Noob. So another question from GoMap ATL. Will the 3D models that you create be available to the community for use in other things? So I've been um, hit up a lot, actually, for models, for imagery, and stuff like that. And it's a little tricky so one of the ways so one piece of software we're using that was community developed is um very very powerful and there's discussions going along with powers that be and cig to you know on what's on what maybe can be done there and some of our ships were exported using that tool so that's one thing we got to be careful about on the other side which is not even that, that big of a deal, but something we're trying to be sensitive to. On the other side of, uh, of, of the fence, we have a lot of these like concept models and, and stuff. And normally, especially stuff that's based right off the hollow viewer models from the RSI website, normally I would be like, yeah, sure, here's the model because it's already out in the wild. It's just a model. You can get it from the RSI website. Um, you know. The only issue with that is that we do a lot of work to these models and ships that use um, pro proprietary um, techniques unique to the software we're using. So, and, and the software we're using is software that generally costs a lot of money. It's not like Blender where it's free to anyone. You just go download it. Like the software I'm using, Cinema 4D, I mean, it's, you know, it's you know, software that's like $600 every, every month or whatever to reno or whatever. So it, even if you open the model in Blender, it would like fall apart. You know, it wouldn't look, it wouldn't look how you're seeing it here. So, um, you really can't get much usage out of it. Now we've also had people contact us saying, Hey, can I have all the top down views of your ship? Cause I'm going to make a game. I want to make a, a strategy game with them. Um, and while I would love to do that, we have to be very careful about stuff like that because I don't want to give something away. And then that person creates a paid product, which violates CIG's terms, obviously for their IP. And we want to be very respectful and, um, and, and to CIG, obviously we love the project. We don't want to do anything to get on their bad side or, or to do something that wouldn't be fair and, and respectful. So, we're being that's extremely tough, careful. That's a, tough that. to, that's a tough line to walk. I, 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 yeah, I, I can, yeah. I can, I can just hear it. If someone's doing something free, like Fleet Viewer, that's just out to the community, then that's a little obviously different. But, you know, I have to be careful because a lot of times I'll get contacted by someone who's literally like, hey, you know, I want to make a game that people buy into. And I'm like, well, unfortunately, <laughs> because you told me that way, there's going to be no way I can do it. So yeah, there's no way you um, can do that. And then the other thing is, is we're just being careful too, because the, our project's not even out yet. You know what I mean? It, it'll be out soon. We're, we're right there. We, we, the finish line's right in front of us, um, but we're, it's not out yet either. So um, we'll kind of address those, I think, once we get our project out and, 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 and all that. So. Mm -hmm. and, it will probably, and it'll probably be honest with you. It'll probably be, if we do give stuff out, it'll probably be to people we know and trust right. and we know their intentions are good. So.
Thanks for the follow. This is the funny comment from a first time chat from um, Butter Bounty. You say if they really wanted the JPEG, they could just screen rip them right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I could. That was cute. But you could. Uh, um, I just want to say, but... I just want to, say, I just want to say thank you for letting us, the show citizens, use Endeavor footage that you created. So thank you. That really helped us a lot. Yeah, yeah, and 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 here's the thing: the uh, while you have these JPEGs, you could obviously do and and kind of ad hoc something. Our ships will be um, using an alpha channel, okay, which for those that don't know how alpha channels work, it is essentially transparency information in an image, right? So, you know, 255 full on white for a computer means it's visible. If something is zeroed out black, then that means the computer can't see it. So that's what creates a mat or an alpha channel, right? And so our ships have that embedded because they're, PN they're PNGs in the actual app. So the reason we did that is because in the fleet viewer, you're going to be able to change your background. You're going to be able to change if you want to put like a spacecape back there or if you want to upload, um, if you want to upload like your org logo or whatever, you'll have that flexibility. So um and and we kind of thought about that one time. We were like, oh, what if people just like pull the images and and do it their own way? But our goal was like, well, our fleet viewer should be so easy to use that you would never want to do that. <laughs> it should it should That's be so it should be so convenient. And and again, the thing is is we're not locking anything behind a paywall. When it releases, it's released. It's fully open. And we actually are trying to make it as customizable as you can. So the goal there is that you won't you won't have any need to do that. You'll, you'll have everything you need in the app and it's not locked behind anything. So it's all good. Hot and pretty. Popface had an interesting question. I like this one. Mm -hmm. Will we be able to do things like, will it fit in the ship? In the fleet, bro? Uh, Yes, for some ships, like ships that have top decks, Liberator, Kraken, stuff like that, you'll be able to. Um, we are looking at ways of visualizing some ships in a, in a kind of a unique way, specifically to see, so you can play around if it fits, it sits. So for example, the Idris, that's a ship we might do a cross-section top-down view of so that people can test to see if ships will fit. Um, another sh thing we're trying to do is we're actually, tr we're gonna look into seeing if you can visualize ships with modules. And what I mean by that is we're gonna look into some unique ways of visualizing maybe a retaliator base and it's modules as modules, not just as just duplicates of the ship. We're looking into that. We haven't quite landed on something yet, but we're close. Grimmer, you guys gonna also provide, I know you probably will, I'm just asking for the audience sake, provide specs for these ships when they come up, length, you know, height, all that good stuff will come up when they pick a ship. Yeah, that's the one thing me and Starlet are currently scoping out. We um, we want that to be in there. I think we're trying to decide what and how much. Now, the bigger project that we are kind of, that will this will mm -hmm. turn into one mm -hmm. day, um, will heavily dive into that. Okay. As a matter of fact, not only will ships have those specs, those specs will be inherently tied to other ratings. So in this future project, you're actually going to be able to build fleets and get scores on those. So you're going to know, you know, how total the total average DPS of your fleet, um, you know, and, and you're going to be able to 
inter uh, you be able to pull numbers from multiple ships and combine them to get other averages and other figures. So we will dive into that pretty heavily in the bigger uh you know next phase of this project. So Okay, this is a question from Finfred. It's already been addressed, but we had plenty of people who, 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 who arrived later in the show. So he asked, or they asked, will deliveries in-game be available? Um, if it, in the first version, the delivery, well, it'll only be stuff that's a unique SKU. So, um, with a few exceptions, but like if you were to, a good example would be the C2 Hercules. Let's say if you spawn the C2 Hercules, it's going to spawn as the white and red Hercules. Um, even though there are other liveries in the game for that ship, and I really like those other liveries actually. Um, I like, I love that like gold bronzy one, you know. I want to get those in, those won't be in on launch. Um, however, other ships will have some of their liveries in. It just sort of depends. Um, we sort of thought that it was more important to get the first version of Fleet Viewer out, even if we don't have every livery in the game. So, but other ships you will, like the mole, you'll be able to spawn the mole in three different liveries. I think it's polar, the carbon, and then the, the regular. So there's some ships you will be able to. Hi, thank you for that. Yep. And this is our last question. This is from sure. Dr. Murray. Can we get stuck in livery for all the ships? <laughs> uh, that would, yeah, we should. I, I'm I, one of the, <laughs> I would say Starlet would really love that if we would do that. Um, I, you know what? If there was an, if there's an easy way to do it, I'll find a way and we'll that do that. Be, that would um, be something for an April Fool's Day project to, to, <laughs> down the line. When we develop the system to be able to change the ship colors to anything you want, I am looking into a way to apply. I don't. I don't know if this will happen. This is completely speculative, so no one hold me on this. But I am looking um, at ways to maybe be able to apply a decal to a ship. Um, that's a little trickier uh, because, like a decal, so like a logo or anything like that. That's a little trickier because you have to make it appear like it's on the actual plane of the ship so th th that's kind of tricky but um i would i, 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 would, I would recommend not doing that because there's gonna be, gonna be so many yeah. obscene details people I know. Gonna be making. Yeah. It, you know we th that's to be expected yeah and and i don't know if technically it would work obviously we will have things in the fleet viewer like ship naming and and uh tags and and labels that you can display or not display That'd and be stuff very so. cool yeah. very very cool Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah, oh, the yeah, last one. Stuff, yeah. Grim, yeah. So yeah, uh, next up we want to talk about the world uh, citizens that be going around mm -hmm. in, 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 in the world. Uh, I didn't participate otherwise, otherwise I wouldn't be here tonight. But yeah, there's um, been plenty of uh, activity around the world, especially at um, CIG um, location. Uh, our friend the poet put out a TikTok video or Twitter a tweet earlier showing his. Um, Taking side by side with Chris Roberts in LA. So I just want to say uh, happy, uh, what is it, first contact day for everyone. <laughs> and I hope everyone had fun. And if you can, give me give me one of those extra cards that they, they hand out. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I'll like that to that. Um, yeah. Oh, can you tell us how we can support you, um, Graham? Yeah. So, um, 
we we have a Patreon. It's it's kind of new. Um, we started about a month or so ago, and we have tiers in it all the way from two dollars on up to an obscene amount that no one should ever pledge for. We it goes up to a hundred, but we tried to do something with our Patreon that was unique in terms of the benefits. So um, we do a monthly 4K wallpaper that I create with all of our assets, and we tried to do something really unique. Um, our wallpaper for this month is a really cool, like industrial one that's got all industrial ships and and stuff in it, um, including new ships like the Expanse and stuff. And then we also do where if you hit a certain Patreon level, you can actually have a custom ship in the wallpaper. Which is kind of cool. And, and sorry, sorry to interrupt real quick. I just want yeah. to make sure because we, we don't have a link for it, but it is patreon.com slash star jump. That's you or that's someone else? Y yep, that's it. That's it. Yep. Okay. Um, and um, and then we also try to do things too, like, um, you know, once you get to a certain level, we actually, you can choose a piece of merch from our merch store for free. Once you get to the highest level, you can actually, you get multiple pieces of merch you get. Um, and one of the big things from the top levels, you actually get to create um, a custom livery for any ship you want, and that will go in the fleet viewer. Um, we're going to have a section of the fleet viewer that is supporter ships. Um, and those supporter ships are, there'll be a, that'll be a set special section that you access, but it will have ships from those, uh, supporters of the project. And it's pretty cool. You can put like an org logo or your personal logo on it, as long as it's not obscene, obviously, and <laughs> it'll be the colors you choose and it'll be the ship you want and all that. It's just saying um, we got to make that disclaimer, but you got to make that disclaimer. Every I know, single I know. <laughs> but, but we've already, um, we've already got a couple of those supporters and I've actually just recently finished, um, some of those ships, you know, one of them wanted a, um, a unique version of the Carrick that had custom logos on it and, and was in custom colors like orange and stuff and that was completed for them so we're trying to think with our with our tier benefits you know just trying to do it a little bit unique but uh and i told you you guys this at the beginning of the show but i just want to reiterate it to everyone who's watching you absolutely do not have to donate to the patreon for the fleet viewer access it'll be a, a fleet viewer will be 100 free to everybody when it launches which will hopefully be very soon and um, there will be no paywalls on it there's not going to be like a premium version or nothing it's all open for everyone um so no issue there the patreon stuff is just to help us maintain the website um costs associated with maintaining uh for me to to give some tokens of appreciation to the collaborators that have worked tirelessly on the project with me um you know uh it, it just just was a lot of back-end work that i'm trying to show appreciation for so that's what the patreon goes goes to so uh, we greatly appreciate any any help and support, but uh, obviously, uh, don't be concerned if you can't, because uh, I know money is tight for everyone now. Once the fleet viewer launches, you will get full access no matter what. Well, I want to jump in real quick and encourage you guys. Um, if you're like me, you guys have really enjoyed the work that the folks at Star Jump Station have done, uh, whether it's their Drake video, their Aegis videos, and now this. And they have just given such stimuli to our excitement about the development of this game. So I want to say, enc encourage you to support them in any way you can. You know you're going to be using this fleet viewer. <laughs> <laughs> support them. And if you don't want to do it through the Patreon, they also have merchandise that you can do. And it's going to pop up We have up the dumbest second. merch store out there. But uh, with, the, with, the worst, <laughs> with the worst design products, but we, it's there. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was more of a joke, but we do have it, and we've we've and it's it's kind of fun. We I I will say on the merch storefront. Um, um, now that my job with Fleet Viewer is mostly done, we are, I'm putting a lot of work into designing some really cool merch um, that it will be pretty unique, actually. So um, stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm. This is just kind of the initial stuff, but this yeah. goes to helping out Fleet Viewer and, and sustaining the project. So, so you guys, and where can people find these if they, if, if they wanted to get these? Yeah. So you can go to, I think it's, um, we have a Teespring store. So it's uh, starjump creator slash spring.com um i can i can post that too but um i'm not sure if i have link ability but that's something i can definitely i'll just put it in screen alert or dm it to me and, I, and then i can post okay. it but cool. the, and also uh, don't forget the patreon.com slash star jump if you want to go to the patreon one yeah um but yeah so um that all goes to help supporting our projects we, we put it directly back into the projects again we we um you know as people are are very fortunate in the world and doing fine and have jobs that we can put the free time into doing pro large projects mm -hmm. like this but again there was there's a lot of a lot of collaborators and stuff on this project that are not in the fortunate positions we are and it's it's great to be able to like hand something back to them for example a couple of the modelers oh, recent you know um, recently you know, I sent them all Amazon gift cards, you know, for $100 each because, and I want to do more for them and keep doing more for them because they just done an astounding amount of work. Um, for mm -hmm. example, um, for the um, Endeavor, you know, our biodomes, you're going to be able to zoom right down on those and see plant life and everything in there. To model all that stuff out was an incredible mm -hmm. amount of work. And, and, um, and the people that worked on this did this completely free. They did it just for the love of Star Citizen and the love of the community. So, um, you know, I'm trying to pay them back any way I can. Understandable. Believe me, we understand. Listen, shout outs to Ender, shout outs to Starlet, shout outs to Grimm for all the hard work that they've done. Team Star okay, Jump, no you guys checked them out on Friday nights when they're streaming as well. They've been gracious and allowed us to use many of their graphics and animations to supplement and help our show. And you guys have enjoyed those as well. So Grim, you wanna say thank you from the whole Soul Citizens team. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, even for being here today yeah, to give us a little it. insight about this, cause we're excited about this fleet viewer as we are with the other ones, but we're definitely looking forward to seeing what you guys are gonna produce here with this. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, and I'll just say one more time, I know I've kind of, said this a lot over the last few months but we really really are close we it'll uh, if i had to um put something down in stone it, it's going to be this summer um it's coming very soon all my work is done i actually haven't worked on the fleet viewer in like two months now so i might I, you know oh, give you feel? a little it, it feels great it feels really good actually <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna start seeing our star jump station show get back more on schedule now because the fleet viewer hard work is done well, and you've learned from it's chris all in Roberts. Starlet's don't give now. any dates you've learned that from chris roberts no. don't give any dates yeah, exactly. so yeah. it'll, it'll get here when it gets here right it's ready yeah when it's yeah ready. um but it's very very close and we're aiming for its release to be to be um very polished and and feel like a finished product so um very soon awesome 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 cool all right we're going to shill our stuff now for those of you who want to yeah. support us <laughs> <laughs> you want me to take over yeah, uh, go ahead, uh, yeah, so yeah, I wear one of our fine shirts right now. They come in different colors, but yeah, we sell t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, hats, mugs, 
gamepad that and a whole bunch of other stuff so visit definitely visit our merch store it should be down below on 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 on, on the twitch page so we appreciate it with um that uh also uh stay tuned to our, our other show on thursday we have soul talk on youtube.com slash soul citizen thursday 9 p.m eastern 1 a.m utc where we talk about what's going on in the community uh, mostly we could cover scl or isc and isc and cover some of the that the community put out during that week uh also on saturday at 3 p.m eastern at 7 p.m utc we have uh soul voices on youtube.com slash soul citizen we could talk about um also that, that that's what's going on in the community but we focus on spectrum reddit and sometimes the, and most times the industry as a whole so check us out for that on saturday and then uh next sunday 8 p.m eastern midnight utc i have our next uh soul citizen episode i talk about indigestion we talk about food drugs uh, and because griffin wanted me to find, find this out pooping <laughs> It has to be talked so about. Out, don't I didn't say out, pooping. Uh, I said poop. I said poop. You put it in plural. Oh. I said poop. <laughs> <laughs> so take us out for next Sunday for that show. So it should be fun, a fun show. Again, I want to say thank you to uh, Grim, Star Jump Grim, for joining us and talk, talking about this, this Star Jump Fleet Europe. Uh, we have uh, all the LinkedIn and Twitch chat. So please uh, check this out. Check them out. Uh, yeah. So I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. so thanks for having uh, me on. I really thank appreciate it. For, uh, thank you for Griffin for uh, being here and running the show. So thank you for that. Uh, I guess we're going to raid. Uh, I'm going to raid Birch Twenty Five. So hopefully, uh, send him our love and um and enjoy uh, its occasion from Soul Citizen. So I guess with that we're done. Any final word, uh, girl? Nope. We'll hopefully see you guys next week. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. And as always, peace, love, and soul. Talk oh. to you guys soon. Thanks, everyone.